0: Blog Talk Radio. Block Talk Radio. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern or listen live and 24-7 at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardnett.
1: Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio. As always, we're so happy to have you on the line with us today. Wealthy Sisters Media can be found at com, and we can help you with all of your branding and publishing needs. Again, visit us at www.wealthysistersmedia.com. Here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, we... We proudly promote positive people, and our purpose is twofold. First, we'd love to provide you with inspiration and encouragement. That's right, you're the dynamic listener, and we appreciate you so much. We want to make sure that we get that practical knowledge to you so that you can apply it and have a positive positive impact on your business and life and second we must edify promote acknowledge and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things i'm deborah hartnett your host broadcasting live on the worldwide law talk network and today is another fabulous monday april 22nd 2013 that's right this is our banner year have you received that Do you know it? I promise you that it is. And remember, you know we are here every week at the same time. That's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So thank you again for spreading the word. Well, as always, you know what I say right here at this moment in the show. Yes, we have another awesome show for you today. And I am so thrilled when I tell you everything is in divine order. Promise me, I promise you that today. We have a young lady that I have been following for a long time. She is a powerhouse at what she does and I am just so excited to have her on the show today. None other than Miss Pam Perry, the message strategist herself. I call her the social media Maven. So you know what to do. You gotta go right now. You need to call everybody, textbook. I'll tweet them, let them know to dial 347-838-9278, that's 347-838-9278, because our guest today, Pam Perry, is a PR coach. She works with nonprofit organizations, churches, entrepreneurs, emerging, and best-selling authors, and her track record speaks for itself. I promise you that. She masters what she's done, or she has mastered, and she's mastering the craft with over two decades of experience in public relations and advertising. And her clients have been featured and you name it, pick up a magazine, go down to the store right now, and you will see it. Essence, Ebony, Jet, Black Enterprise, oh, even the Today Show, Tavis Smiley. need I go on and on and on. So I'm telling you right now, call everybody, tell them to dial into this show, listen, three 3- 478389278 and if you can't listen to all of it No worries. We got you. You can download this show and all our other dynamic shows at iTunes for free. And also, we want to remind you to go ahead and subscribe to us there so you can get that RS feed and that little reminder there on your smartphones. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter so you can stay in the know because every week, like I said, we provide to you dynamic information. So I'm not going to hold up. super guests from you too much longer we're going to take a short break and when we come back oh yeah we're going to bring her out that's what i'm talking about we're going to bring miss pam perry to the fold so once again thank you for joining us and you are listening live right now to wealthy sisters radio
0: having more money won't solve your problems but being a trusted client of visionary financial strategies will Your help begins on the web by contacting dfstrategies.com. That's dfstrategies.com or 410-929-4837. Again, 410-929-4837. At Visionary Financial Strategies, every financial move must have a purpose. Visionary.
1: Do you find yourself overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander and Associates Incorporated, toll free at 1-877-894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net Well, yes, we are live here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you. This has been an awesome week. We trust that you are embracing this Day Monday, you're taking it by charge, and you believe and know that you are a natural born winner. My very special guest today, I'm telling you, need to let everybody know they need to be glued into this show. They do not want to miss because she packed the house and everything that she's done. A matter of fact, you know what, I'm not going to try to really, really do this justice to her. I'm going to let one of my friends Woo! down in my Bring them out, bring
0: them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to me. yell when the barrel's in your mouth. Come on. Come on.
1: Come on. Bring them out, bring them out.
0: Hey. Hey. out, bring them out, bring them out. VIP coming live from the VIP. Heard the nightlife don't like without me. Most of the heads in the state wanna see by me. The whole city got pissed, heard he got three. That other rapper got a hit, but shout it, he not out, We take the city on fire. Are you there, Pam? <laughs> <laughs> that is
2: crazy. How are you,
1: Deborah? Thanks for having me on this show. Yeah, you are wild. <laughs> I was in the gym working out on that. I said, that's Pam's song right there. We got to bring her out. We got to bring her out. <laughs> she's doing it. <laughs> that is wild.
2: That is wild. Well, you know what? People need motivation on Monday, and you bring it.
1: Girl, you know, every day we got to because, you know, first of all, when I used to fly, as uh, and I know the audience say, what was it that you hadn't done, Deborah?" Yes. I always say, I've got an aunt that used to say, uh, they never call me by my name. She called me, what you doing now? <laughs> you know, and, uh,
3: mm-hmm. and people
1: know that's the path of an entrepreneur, but um, one of the things when I was a flight attendant with Delta, uh, we used to have people come on the plane and you're greeting them and they're mumbling or whatever. And one of the things that I realized right then, I said, listen, it's better that you're in this portion of the plane than the belly because we take people that way too, you know. And they kind of <laughs> got it and they said, oh, yeah, we're alive. So anytime time we got breath and we're still living – I'm telling you, it's a reason to be motivated we got another, no matter
2: what. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got another chance to get it right. That's right. That's, that's right. right.
1: That's right. That's right. So how are you, Miss Pam Perry?
2: I am doing fabulous. This is a fabulous time to be alive. This is a fabulous week and it's a fabulous day. It's sun shining and I'm excited. I'm excited to be on your show. I mean, this is just awesome. So it can't get any better than this today right now. I'm just happy to be here.
1: Oh, wow, wow. Well, the feeling is definitely mutual, and um, like I said, we have watched, followed you and watched what you've done and doing and building, and and uh, we're definitely going to get into that in today's show. And, and I love, I just want to say right off the top, I love how you have taken your background and your experience in that field of PR, and you embraced the technology, and you You apparently saw the change that was going to take place today, and you embraced it. And I definitely want to talk about that. But before we do, before we do, you know, here at Wealthy Sisters, we always get that nosy group like myself. They want to know where Mm -hmm. you're from, you know, what went into everything that we see today to create this great recipe, that I like to say. Uh, where you grew up, we know you're in ED town now, but tell us a little bit Mm -hmm. more about how you got started in this field and your journey to where you are today.
2: You know, it was real funny you said that I saw uh, the social media where it was going to be today. You know, when I got on MySpace years ago, I had no Mm -hmm. idea. I mean, I was doing it out of really just trying to connect the authors with their Mm -hmm. readers. That was really the main thing because I've always loved books. I'm from Detroit, um, went to Detroit Public Schools, and you know went to Cass Tech, uh, went to Wayne State. While I was at Wayne State, I was working for um, our school newspaper. And immediately after I graduated from um, working at Wayne State, um, working on our school newspaper, and graduated from Wayne State, I went to go work for the Detroit Free Press, which I stayed there for about ten years. And um, really, Cassette, Wayne State, and the Detroit Free Press, really you can go to all of them probably within about 10 minutes of each other. So it's like I've been in media, but I've really always been around the same type of thing. So I really haven't gone too far. I'm still in Detroit. Um, my change really really happened, Deborah. I guess you would say, when I, I was in the Free Press, I was in print, saw the change and shifting going in print, and I wanted to move into broadcast because mm-hmm. at that point, um, print was really going down, so to speak, and and really broadcast was really good. so. I then went into television and radio. I went into production. I produced in TV, and I actually won an Emmy, a local Emmy for production producing TV shows. And then also I worked in radio for about seven years as well. But I had an epiphany one day where I was thinking. I said, "This is all good. I've got good cash. I've got a good car. I've got a good career." And um, it's really nice, but at that point I was hitting 30, and I was thinking there's got to be more. Mm-hmm. And I really just said at this point in time, you know, what I'm doing is just really it's it's the airwaves. It's just in the air. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I didn't feel like it was really fulfilling for me anymore. I realized that when I looked at my time, more of my time was being spent, um, one, in bookstores, but two, also volunteering a lot with uh, different mm-hmm. organizations, whether it was with my church or Mm -hmm. whether it was Big Brothers, Big Sisters, or I was volunteering with the YMCA. Whatever I was doing, I just spent a lot of time volunteering, and then I created an organization as well that really helped young people um, to go to college to win scholarships and communication. So I would spend 40 hours a week on my day job in radio or, or TV, any of those things, and then another 40 to 50 doing something that I really enjoyed. And I said, okay, this does not, and I wasn't getting paid. I said, this has got to give. I said, I'm putting my skills and talents more towards my volunteer activities. Why can't, this was in my mind, why can't I spend what I love to do being the majority part of my day? That way work is not work, and I really love it. That was my thinking, and that's really how it started. I said, okay, well, I'm going to start my own company and put together the skills that that I know that I have and work with the type of people that I'd like to work with. Which tend to be nonprofit. So one of my first gigs, so to speak, or first clients was the UNCF. <laughs> I put together a big fundraiser for the UNCF, and from wow. there I worked for I worked for uh, Joy of Jesus because I sent kids to camp. Um, then another organization I worked for I was a PR director for the Salvation Army, and I worked there for seven years until I got married. So I always said, you know, I just want to make sure that what I'm doing that I loved what I was doing, the skills that I had, radio, TV, and print, advertising, mm-hmm. sales, marketing, all of that, they were used towards something that I enjoyed. And I also mm-hmm. loved authors. And mm-hmm. and at that point, we're talking about like 2000, self-publishing wasn't really a big thing back then, and I loved working with authors, and, and publishers hired me. But not just any office. I wasn't doing no street lit. and I wasn't doing I I didn't I that weren't that wasn't for me that wasn't right. edifying. That didn't really make meaning make difference. That wasn't positive impact. I was all about making a positive impact. And so that's when I really started really working with publishers and authors and speakers because I really wanted to promote their messages. Um, you know, so Whenever you see there's a positive author, whether it's Valerie Burton or Dr. Lorraine Wisham or Dr. Sujay or T.D. Jakes, um, those are the people I read, those are the people that I work with, or either they're publishing companies.
3: So that's mm-hmm. really how it all
2: got started with ministry marketing solutions. I wanted to make sure that ministries had a marketing solution, that they could go forward and promote the things that they have, the the, the mm-hmm. products, the people, the, the messages. And that was just, that was my heart. And so mm-hmm. I work on that, you know, mm-hmm. basically doing PR and marketing. But, hey, times change. I got a blog talk show. I got started telling my office to do that. We started doing Facebook, you know, SEO. I mean, there's just so much to it, and it was always growing. I'm a learner, so I always love to learn. So it was real easy for me to, to catch on to it. Um, even though I'm not a young person, didn't grow up with all this stuff. I mean, I didn't get my first mobile phone or smartphone. I was way past thirty,
3: um, maybe
2: even forty. I'm not even sure. You know, my daughter teases me. She says, "Oh, how old were you when you first got your cell phone?" And I was like, "I don't know. Says, like, I what? was fourth grade." She said, "I was fourth grade," and I was like, "Well, no, honey. I wasn't in fourth grade. I was a grown woman with a job." Okay, we all were. <laughs>
1: So that's
2: when yeah, it came yeah. out. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, so she's like, this, you know, so I didn't go up with that. I had to adapt to it because that's right. In order to promote the message, you need to use mm-hmm. a different method today, and mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. Just using a different method. The message really isn't changed. I've been in business on my own full time since two thousand, and right. so I've gone from doing things direct mail, faxing, email now it's just social media i mean so you've got to know for each one of those you have to dominate if you want to stay relevant
1: right right and i love i love what you just said it's it's just a different method that's all it's just a different mm-hmm. method but the message is mm-hmm. the same and you know mm-hmm. i see that a lot um and and even more recent, just having conversations and trying to help people realize that you do need to have a presence online. I mean, nobody's Mm -hmm. really looking at the yellow pages anymore. I I mean, I don't even think they use them in the barbershop full of kids to sit on anymore they're not that thick anymore you know so so the message has it it stays the same but um you know the method has changed and I just think that that uh, true that's true for business it's just it's true for everything uh, Mm um the fundamentals Mm -hmm. there so that's that's great um and how important is it to you and for others, you know, because we hear all the time about business and what should a person do. Even working in a career, uh, a lot of people are not really happy or they feel like they're doing something just to uh, uh, maintain their, their livelihood. How important is it or was it or should it be for someone to make that shift like you did? into doing something that you felt good about and that you enjoy, And was well, that I easy think, to make that change? no, No, it, it, it's, it's
2: never easy. It's always a leap mm-hmm. of faith, and so you always have to just believe in you. But it really comes down to two things. It really comes down to, one, being um, smart with your money. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely you have to do that, you know, because you have to budget certain things like that. But also, right. two, um, you have to have relationships. So mm-hmm. when people understand who you are, what you can do, and the right people know it, it's very easy to get new business. You know, mm-hmm. you've got to do the face time. You've got to pay the dues. It's not like, okay, I've got, like, when I first started, I had all these skills, and it's like, I know I can do this. I know I can do this. Um, but, hey, you know, TDJ or Dr. Bill Winston, they weren't going to call me right away because, right. you know, you know, sorry, <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. they weren't going to call me right away just because I say, oh, okay, I have I have these skills. They're going to call me because, one, I have relationships that have been developed, that I have proof that I've done what I've done. I have testimonials. I have references. Those are the things that matter. So if you really want to go far, you just can't just say, oh, okay, I've got these skills, so let me just hang out a shingle and all, all of the all of the business will come. No, it's about developing relationships, paying your dues, maybe volunteering on certain things. Sometimes you got to put in a lot of front work in order for people to really believe that you can do what you say you can do. So it's really just about the test of time because for 30, 60, 90 days, people can say they can do anything, but it's a matter right. of watching you over a period of a year. I have people that are on my email list that have watched me, like you were saying, watched for a long time, and they may call me two or three years later. Now, what if I would right. said, "Oh, this business isn't working. I'm just going to close down." And then when they're ready to do business, you shut down, or you don't post on Facebook, or or you're not you're not blogging anymore, or you quit doing your blog talk show. But now they're ready. They're 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 looking at you, and it's like, "Oh, well, she wasn't serious."
3: So mm-hmm. I would just say, you know, it it
2: is hard. It is hard. I will not tell people that it is it is it is definitely if you can't take. Um, criticism, if you can't take um, uh people uh, how do I say it, if you if you're really at a at a stage where you're so tenuous financially, going in business may drive a person crazy. Really. It really if they're like, you know, almost to the point where, you know, I think of the book, um in the pursuit of happiness or the movie, you know, where Right. He was an intern, remember, and he decided that he wanted to live in the shelter because he knew that if he got this internship, he can get the job, and then once right. he got the job, you know, we'll, but, see, some people, was like, oh, you know what, it ain't worth all that. I, think yeah, I can't do that. Job. Right, right. I'm mm-hmm. not
1: going to do that. Because it's not and pretty. So
2: was, That's right. Yeah, and I always tell people, how bad do you want it? Are you going to be able to work late? For me, I work a lot. I, I take a lot. I, I've read probably over 500 marketing books. I take a lot of e-courses. I, I mean, I spent, and so some people like, you know what, I, I don't think it's worth doing all that.
1: But, see, mm-hmm. I love
2: what I do, and so mm-hmm. it's not work to me. Mm-hmm. And so if mm-hmm. it's not work to you, you're going to do it, and then you'll be excellent at it, and then it, it, the referrals will come. But the mm-hmm. main thing is that you don't try to build a brand unless you've actually built the actual work. Of what you've done, if you've actually right. shown that you can do what you do. You don't go out and say, oh, I can do all this, and then you get all these pretty pictures and all this branded materials, and it's like, but there's no substance. You build, a, you concentrate on the substance first, then the brand will come, because there's so many people that say, oh, yeah, I'm a social media expert, and you look at them, they got like 20 people following them on Twitter.
3: I'm like, right. why are you but an expert
2: and you're not even showing anything?
3: Yourself, so I always
2: right. say that, you know, people have to be about um, walk in their talk, and you can usually watch them for a period of time being consistent and knowing how to get different streams of income. If, a certain, if something is a long way in order to close a particular account, well, you need to know what will you do in the meantime in order to bring income in. It could be maybe mm-hmm. doing affiliate marketing or it may be doing editing, whatever it is. Whatever You know your own skill set. So when I first started, there was a lot of things that, that I did at the beginning that I don't do now anymore because I don't need to do it. But at the beginning, I had to do those certain things because, you know, I needed income. Those were the things that generated fast income. And then as certain things went on time, it's like, you know what, I those weren't my best things. I did them. I don't want to do them anymore. So now I'm just going to concentrate on that because there's bigger money over here. But when you're first starting, you may have to do everything. And, And no one really, everybody's business is different, but I will say that, you have to have a strategy, you have to know yourself, you have to know when to delegate, and you have to have you have to have good people' skills. You have to have a dream team of people that that actually support you and endorse you and refer you. That's so okay. important. I have mentors to this day that have been very paramount in terms of where I am today. I remember my my friend, my mentor Andrea Hall was a big mentor to mine. She was an anchor at CNN. She's went on and she's passed. She died of breast cancer in 2009. But mm-hmm. she was very instrumental in me working with Michelle McKinney-Hammond, Terry McFadden, um, just a wealth of people. I mean, and then in turn, I mean, her book actually became like a number one bestseller, The Walk at Work. She was on the cover of magazines and all that kind of stuff. She was rebranding from being a journalist to being a Christian speaker and a Christian inspirational speaker, and that's what we worked on, her brand. And we met online, and then since then we we were friends. But everyone needs someone that really helps them execute their vision. You need a vision, and then then once you have that, you articulate it, and then people around you will, I just call it divine, God will actually have people come across your path that will help you execute that vision. That is so
1: true. to is so true. And you you have just said a mouthful. I mean, and and one of the things I really want to talk about, um it's so much so much to talk about in this short period of time. <laughs> we have to do it again. But you, you mentioned the part about you investing in yourself and, and the process. Um that is so important to me that you mentioned Ooh. that. in particularly mm-hmm. with our new um business owners who might be listening because I, I have some people and some clients sometimes that say, "Okay, I'm ready for this." You know, we're, we're publishing their book or what have you, and okay, they're ready. They 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 think that you know it's going to sell right off the jump without any type of extra work just because it's a great product. You gotta invest mm-hmm. in yourself. Mm-hmm. You gotta invest in the time. Your and brand. You, got, you mm-hmm. have to recognize something called the process. Even though Mm -hmm. we're in a fast-paced society, there's nothing out here that's figured out how to speed up the process of life. So can you talk a little bit more about that, investing in yourself in the process? Well, the process
2: is, you know, people see these quote-unquote overnight success, and I tell everyone that an overnight success really takes about 10 years. They don't see behind the curtain. They don't see what they were doing. They don't see that they built a website, that they built a list that even if it were Beyonce, I mean, she was single when she was a little girl, and now she's an icon, but probably 60 hours a week for the last 20 years, you know, and the girl is only like 30 years old, you know. So nothing is easy as it seems. It always is going to take work, but all you have to do is just concentrate on being the best you that you can do,
3: and the Mm -hmm. process
2: is write that strategy out and work it day by day. Have Mm -hmm. a vision board. That's part Mm -hmm. of it. If if you say, well, my goal is to be in Black Enterprise, well, Mm -hmm. you know, first things first, subscribe to the magazine. Read it Mm -hmm. cover to cover. Interact and follow. Say that again.
3: (laughs) You want to be (laughs) in it. Subscribe to the magazine. Read it cover (laughs) to cover.
2: Follow all of the reporters uh, on Twitter and on Facebook. Write letters to the editor. Go to their conference. Meet the mm-hmm. people who you read in the magazine. Make mm-hmm. yourself known by even going to the conference and becoming a volunteer or assistant. I mean, there's just there's not just like one day you wake up and say, oh, I want to be in Black Enterprise. especially if you have no connection. Now, you could go to a publicist, and the publicist has those connections. Right? right. If you don't have the money, then you've got to build those connections. You've got to build those relationships, and you still need to do it for every single thing. You have to case the joint. You hear people tell talking about case in the joint if you want to rob Yeah, them. yeah. If boxers can case the joint to, to, to rob something, then we need to case, if you want to go on the Today Show, case the Today Show. Figure out who the producer is. What type of show do they like? What type of things are they looking about? Go on their website. Typically, they're always asking. I always tell people, I have a client that got on Oprah, and I told them, I said, listen, I said, if you want to go on Oprah, I've had clients go on Oprah because they were asking for certain things, they called me, Oprah at this point in time, Oprah was not looking to for to be pitched. They wouldn't even accept pitches. So I said, what you have to do, you have to hawk it every day, what it is that she's looking for, and then if you fit the bill, you put in your pitch, I told him how to write the pitch, you send it, you get on. And he did. His name was Tony Gaskins. He got on there and from there he got on Tyra Banks and, other, and, and the rest is history. But mm-hmm. it was that he cased it. He worked it. He learned, I taught him how to write pitches so that they're short, sweet, and to the point. But the point of it is he had his head in the game, and he was serious about it. It wasn't a mm-hmm. pipe dream, oh, I want to be on such and such, and then you go on about your business. It's like, no, you've got to do more than one letter and send a letter. You've got to really work this thing. And social media has made it so easy. I find people are just lazy. It's like, you want to do this? I said, well, are you... Do you like
3: their Facebook page or you follow them on Twitter? No. Do you subscribe to no. King No. Have you read mm-hmm. their book? No. I said, Well, you know, no. you ain't really serious. Get away from right. me. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so, now like you reach a
1: stage <laughs> You reach a stage where you sound like you have low tolerance for oh, whether yeah, I do. you're gonna you get, get on the porch or what they say, get in the game or you know Right. Get you head head or, in game. Or stay mean, on the and watch. On the side, I deal like a that.
2: lot with, with the African-American um, clientele, and mm-hmm. by and large, when I go to these conferences, um, I'm usually on the panel, and it's usually one of the few African-Americans there, and I look, and I say there's no difference between them and us being mm-hmm. on the panel or being successful other than the fact that we don't read, we don't take mm-hmm. it seriously, and, and really try Truthfully, we're lazy. We always think that we should be entitled or things should, should just happen just because we want it. And it's like, mm-hmm. you no, know, no, no, sweetie. You've got to work it. I mean, you think about Ben Carson. He wrote the book Gifted Hands. I mean, he actually, I mean, he talked about how he really turned his life around. He read the entire summer. He was reading books, like three or four books a day mm-hmm. now. He, he he still reads. He reads the book of Proverbs every single month. He reads through. I mean, these are If you look at the habits of those that are wealthy and rich or famous, they have strict disciplines that they stick with that they work over time. Right. Yes, it's it's a work ethic. Mm -hmm. Asians, Mm -hmm. I I just had a friend that said they they had a friend that came back um, from Asia, and she said, you know what, one of the things when when they leave each other's presence, the work ethic there is so strong, they don't say have a good day or have a nice day. They just say work hard. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: and it's a difference they, in the mindset
1: Yes, yeah, just <laughs> work is. hard They don't say, oh, have a great day You know,
2: whatever the up No, they just say, work
1: hard That's
2: just part of their thing And so we need to know that If we want things, we just have to work hard Now, at a certain point in time, yeah, you can code But the very right. beginning, you've got to just go above and beyond I tell that to my teenager I said, yeah, you can just check the box I said, but check the box and then also add a box
1: all right. Right, right. exactly. Extra. And you know, I think I think a lot of times um what we see it just, well, here on Wealthy Sisters, we're always talking about the holistic approach and we're always talking about the importance of the mindset. And what you're talking about is our mindset. A lot of times, not not everyone, but um, there are large portions in our community that, that that portion of that mindset has not been, for one reason or another, we can go into all types of reasons, developed or developing. And and you could just see by the things that we deposit into ourselves mm-hmm. whether it is through the what we see or what we hear. And mm-hmm. if if it's not promoting that, if it's not promoting, like you saying with your teenager, the excellence and going and beyond above and beyond, that's, you know, the results that we see. And and you you can you can honestly say that today it is not really hard. It is not really hard to be extraordinary. All it takes is, they say, Mm -hmm. a little extra in front of ordinary to Mm -hmm. be extraordinary because Mm -hmm. that's, I think, it's not just within our culture. Honestly, it's just the work ethic across the board. You know, you Mm -hmm. can see it in, in restaurants. You can see it wherever you're out. Is just people and the the, the mindset, the the care, the love, or just using something to be a stepping stone. Um, You talked about that at the beginning, you know, that we talked about that process and doing some things and volunteering. I I found that uh, because we want things right now, a lot of times just trying to get, even trying to get good interns, (laughs)
3: <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, interns mm-hmm. want
1: to be paid today, and that's <laughs> – mm-hmm. when I was coming up, I, I never thought of an internship being paid, you know.
3: So, yeah, I'm not
2: going to pay someone that I have to teach.
3: Right, either, right, The reason
1: why a
2: person will get paid is because they're bringing value. If they're bringing right, value, exactly. if they are bringing value in terms of either bringing in additional money, additional resources, connections – if they have mm-hmm. those things, then fine, they get paid. If they don't, if I have to spend my time teaching them and deposit into them, mm-hmm. then no, mm-hmm.
3: they mm-hmm. they have
2: to. They they actually are then draining my resources because they're, I'm depositing information into them that will allow them to get the next paying job.
3: So right. I never had
2: a problem about working for free in order to learn something
3: because I right. always
2: consider when you get out of school that you make it like your fifth year in college,
3: you know. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like
1: you
2: know that your fifth year out of when you graduated from college that you might have to work for free or really, really low pay because you're still learning. You don't know connections and and how things are done in the quote-unquote real world. So I I never had a problem, especially if I was leaving one area and I had to learn another area even about I had to learn the nonprofit area. So I worked, right. you know, in the nonprofit, and I did every single job within there. And I was making really, really good money, but I really wanted to, to be a nonprofit. And I worked for a really teeny nonprofit. I was the development director, the PR director, the events director, the database collector. I mean, I did every single job for very low pay, but I knew the area that I really wanted to go in was PR. So then I left there and went to become the director of PR for the Salvation Army. But that mm-hmm. was after a year of looking for really no money, doing everything, to then being mm-hmm. at the top, being paid more money, just doing one thing. So, but, right, but, right. It's, it's you gotta you gotta look at your life strategically and just say, okay, where do I want to be, and what are some of the things that'll take me there? And it pays to so talk to people, you know, mm-hmm. and just ask them.
1: Mm, mm-hmm, mhm. Well that's I love that because um one of the things you did talk about, you know, with that having that strategy and I'd like to delve into a little bit more about some of the key points in a strategy, but you talked about know yourself, you know, know who you are, what your likes are and what you can and your capabilities and, and you mentioned that dream team of mentors of people around you. Mm-hmm. So just having that, uh asking the questions. There of someone having those good people in your circle. How oh. important is that, and how can someone build those type of mentors? I mean, can they just walk up to someone and say, "I want to be a mentor"? What has been mm-hmm. your experience to develop these relationships with people yes. who have helped you in your your well, area I've, of
2: expertise? I've, I've I wrote about that, Deborah, too, about how and, and at one point in time, it's two different things. It's like I wrote about how to have on my mentor. Because I will have people that will email me or Facebook me or or direct message me on Twitter and that sort of thing, and then say, "Hey, I'd like you to mentor me." And I'm thinking, like, okay. And I look, and they haven't even liked my page. They have never put like on a page. They they don't <laughs> retweet anything. It's like, okay, well, you ain't even re- you don't read my blogs. You don't subscribe. You're not on my newsletter. How do you want me to mentor you? Okay, that's just being online. But before that and how I got my mentors, I looked at the benchmarks in the field, and I said, these are the people that I really like and admire. I like and admire because I think for what they stand for, it's very similar, and I just really just aspire to be like them. So I mm-hmm. would tell them. I would tell them. Maybe I would write them a letter and just say that I really admire what you're doing. I really appreciate your, your work. I really like your book or I read about you. And I'm writing you a letter. 99% of the people will not write a letter. They will not tell people what they appreciate about someone. Okay, so you already set yourself apart, okay, because you wrote a letter. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about mm-hmm. an email. We're talking about a letter. So I did that with um, Terry Williams. Um, at one point in time, I just wrote her. I just said I really liked her. Then I got involved in groups. I got involved in organizations, whether it was the black NBA, whether it was I um, started organization called Blacks in Advertising Radio and Television, whether it was PRSA, which is Public Relations Society of America, NABJ, which is the National Association of Black Journalists, any of these organizations, I would get involved in the groups, and typically I would work on their programs. And then when they would ask, like, who would you suggest to the speaker, I would then ask, like, maybe George Fraser, Terry Williams, Ed Gordon, any of the people that I just thought were, like, on my top ten list, or so the people, my VIPs, of people that I really liked and admired and wanted to meet, those would be the people that I would suggest in the program. Mm-hmm. Under the program or the organization, I would ask them to come in. This is way before social media. Obviously, this is way before then, but I would ask them to come in. So I would have, uh, I would put together an entire career conference, and I would bring in every single person, and I would treat them like a king or a queen, and I would stay in contact with them and, and, and say, is there anything that you need me to do? You need me to carry your bags, you Whatever. You know, you right. are at the point where you are actually actually humble to them, right, because you are honoring and you're respecting them. And to this day now we're friends. I mean, so I can call Terry or I can call George or have another uh, friend that's an Emmy Award-winning producer. Because I would say you become the five people that you hang around. And so right. I want an Emmy because I was hanging around other people that want Emmys. Um, I, I, around a person that uh, speaks on success and then – I speak on success. I mean, so there's certain things that you pick the mentor because you see yourself in them eventually one day. And everything Mm -hmm. they have in them, they will be, it will rub off on you. There's a Mm -hmm. saying that says some things are taught and some things are caught. The only way they can be caught is if you hang out in them and you're in their space. The only way you can get in their space is if people trust you. If they trust you, meaning that you are just showing that you are authentically want to be an assistance to them, not a taker but a giver, then people will right. trust you. I'm not going to have someone say, oh, I want you to mentor me and you give me all your contacts, all your resources and tell me everything that you did. No, that's a taker. So why would I want right. to be, you know, with around someone that's a leech? I don't want a leech around me. That's a blood sucker. So it's like, nope, you're going to get blocked. But if someone is
3: like, I saying, love it. Okay, you can I'm tell not... the truth, Pam.
1: <laughs> Don't dance around it. Just go and say it. Take it, block. But if someone you know
2: that says, you know, I, I'm at a conference. This is, you know, and this is Pam. I'd like to go to that conference. I'd like to help you at your conference. Do you need me to set up? Do you need me to take pictures? Do you need me to do anything? Find no problem. They can ride with me. They can even ride right. with me. They are they are my best bud, you know. And then I'll introduce you to the people that I know. I'm thinking of Kiera at this one point. Kiara's like that. I mean, whatever I would need, if I email her and I say, I need this and that, can you find me this? She's like, no problem, no problem. She never asks for a handout, but whenever there's something that I know that she knows that she, would, mm-hmm. that she needs or someone that she needs to be introduced to, she's the first person I think of. Mm-hmm. So I would give her that lead or I would give her that particular um, conference, free conference, or whatever it is. I mean, mm-hmm. just being in someone's space, sometimes, you know, you just have that that way. It's like, oh, someone's just giving away a second Mm, Okay, here. Do you want like this? And like, oh, yeah, that's that would be mm-hmm. great. Now, it's only because they were there. They showed up. So they're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's great, you know. And I've had people that just happened to me and said, you know what? You know, whatever Pam says to do, you need to do it because you never know what's going to happen. You may end up meeting the main person that's going to really turn your business around. But it takes a protégé, a real good protégé to realize that. Those that are hard-headed, that just Mm -hmm. think they know it all, they Mm -hmm. do not go anywhere. I mean, my mentors to this day, oh, my God, if they tell me I need to do something, I don't question it. it. I just say, okay, let's go. We're ready. Right, if they suggested right,
1: right. I'm gonna do it. You know, right. if I started to be that, that protege and my mentor. I, I don't fight them. I, don't, I, I right. just say, okay and every single time it's the right every single time. Well, you know, you, you like I said, you, you you guys have just joined us. You are listening to none other than Miss Pam Perry. She is the message strategist extraordinaire. I like to call her the PR coach social media maven, and Pam, I mean, everything that you're saying is just resonating so much with me, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, of course, I wanted to go into some other things, but I just really think it's important that you're talking about this, and you, you mentioned starting that business, get that foundation, you know, build that solid, strong foundation first, and this these are fundamental principles that you are talking about um, being able to take your business to the next level and having that that mindset of of a of a protege and, and learning and not being a taker but being a giver,
2: mm-hmm. how
1: do you how do you think, uh, you when well, you said it, you said things are not, not learned or you said taught but they're caught, you know. How does mm-hmm. someone shift or recognize that they're that type of personality because do you think there are some people that really want it, but they don't know that they have their own personality or they, they're, 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 they're taking personality is not going to get them what they need.
2: Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess at a certain point in time, they're going to have to realize that, mm-hmm. you know, they want to be leaders, but no one's following. I mean, Mm-hmm. That could be a tail, tail sign right there or they're in business and it's not profitable. So Right. If if they're if they really want a mentor, it's it's the only other thing I would suggest is probably just reading biographies. You know, mm-hmm. by reading biographies, just reading them and realizing the patterns that are that are very similar to all of them, that they all have mentors that they listen to. I mean, um, Every single person that you know always had a mentor. I mean, Oprah has like Maya Angelou and, you know, Bill Causer, certain things that, and they listen. They're very, Mm -hmm. they are the students that go to the class and they sit in the front of the room and they ask the questions. Those are typically the A-plus students. The ones that sit in the back and it's like, oh, I'm bored. I I know all this already. What can they teach me? Those are the ones that are going to fail. So it's about you know I always say you know school teaches you so much but it doesn't really get you to think critically but you learn the book stuff but the other stuff it's not going the the world is not going to tell you that you need to go like if I were to read a magazine and it's talking about um, someone who's got promoted or whatever I may drop them a card and say you know congratulations I just read about you in you know Atlanta magazine or whatever you know some right. kind of magazine and. Just drop them just a handwritten note and just say, that's a really good job. You know, I, I've always been interested in that sort of thing. Um, is there any advice that you would give me? And and maybe they will respond back or maybe they don't. If they're mm-hmm. the type of person that is typically a good person, they may respond back because they say, oh, that person took the time to, mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. to find my address and to mm-hmm. send it to the company and write me a letter, then I will respond. But mm-hmm. if, if if and and then if they don't, then that's not the type of person that's going to be your mentor anyway. So exactly. sometimes if you go above and beyond, I remember going to a conference um, for my writing mentor Cecil Murphy. Going to a conference and it was about two and a half hours away from where I lived, and I drove there. And when I got there, and I said, "I came to this conference because I saw that you were going to be here." He was mm-hmm. like, "Wow." I said, I just want to just sit in all the classes that you're doing. I said, if there's anything that you need, you just let me know. Well, eventually, all the classes where Cecil was, and Cecil Murphy is just an excellent ghostwriter, and I used to do ghostwriting as well for books. He, by the end of the class, each of the classes, he would he would actually have me, um, as an example, he would have me stand up or, or talk about certain things or whatever, and then eventually, um, he's an older man, a lot of courses that he couldn't teach, he had me teaching. You know, but mm-hmm. that's just because I saw I sought him out as a mentor, not as a stalker, but as someone that I wanted to assist because <laughs> the he was <laughs> a prolific, I mean, he's both written over 100 books, you know, and it's like, wow. wow. And in two and a half hours, that's not far for me to drive because typically mm-hmm. he lives, you know, in a whole other state in a whole other way. And I said, you know what, I want to meet him. And we ended up, to this day, we're still friends. You know, I know it's birthday. And, you know, if there's things that he needs, I'm always there for him. And so it has to be that kind of thing where you're you're actually going to make the time to to take the time to be a giver or to be an assistant to that mentor by asking them what do they need.
1: Well, you know, um it's like I said, I've been saying through the whole time and everything that you're saying is just right on point. And you know, when you when you look at it here, um you you've talked a lot about investing in yourself and and the process and we've been talking about how to build those solid relationships of support around you. Um, and and how to really build that relationship with the mentor now, I had mentioned earlier, I'd like to talk a little bit about the strategy part because you are a strategist for sure, no doubt. Every We can tell just by listening to you. You, you do what you say that you're going to do, and, and it's obviously you have a plan behind everything. What are some of the key strategies that a uh, business owner or a new business owner or author or what have you should have in their PR arsenal? What what should they have in place to get the exposure um, that they need? And, and you know what? Before you answer that, there's often a lot of times a lot of talk around, "Oh, you just showboating," or "You you shouldn't promote yourself like that," or "Can we deal with the whole thing in promoting uh, your your product and promoting who you are?" Can we can we yeah. deal
2: with that yeah. right now well, first? Before you can, Yeah, before you can even do anything, you do need a brand. And that's mm-hmm. why I do brand is completely university. So you need a brand. Mm-hmm. A brand is basically who you are. It's like your your window to the world. So that's who you are. That's what people perceive you to be. So you don't want it to just be a white piece of paper. All right. right. You have something on that paper. So you, you have something. You have content that's on the inside of you that you you know, you've got, you've got content. You've got, you know, you don't have, you know, we're not going to talk about press kits and websites and all that, but you have content on the inside of thoughts, ideas, dreams, services that you want to offer, things that you want to do. So that's your brand. So how do you package that? Okay, you've got this great product. You've got this great brand. So how, you've got this product. So how do you promote the product so that people mm-hmm. will want to buy the product? It's as Mm -hmm. simple as that. So it's not like you're showboating. You don't want to be the world's best-kept secret. So you've Mm -hmm. got to actually share what you have on the inside of you and package it, package that brand so that people understand who you are so they get you. People are busy. You've got to rise above the noise. So they're busy. So you've got to make that brand look sharp, clean, consistent, and and people who you want to actually – talk to or help, that they get you and that they're attracted to you. So all you have to do is just really, you're the expert, is just really show people or share your content, share your information so that people really get you. That's the Mm -hmm. whole point of it. It's not like, now, yeah, no one wants to follow a salesperson. You don't want to tell people to buy, buy, buy. They want to know, okay, what do you know? And if I need what you know, I'll contact you. You don't want right. people to tell you buy this, buy that, buy this, buy that. That's that is promoting yourself. But you want to tell people in so many ways. You want to do it from a soft sell type of thing where you're actually sharing content. You're sharing just you're information. sharing information,
1: and, and I think social media has really helped with that um, in being able to share because if you're giving people are going to automatically be attracted to you like you said earlier with mm-hmm. that substance if there's some substance mm-hmm. there Mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they'll be able to attract. I tell you, this time is flying by so fast. Take a few mm-hmm. minutes and just, just maybe one, two minutes and let us know some of those key points in that strategy that we need to have for social media, uh, good social media PR campaigns, some tips that you suggest.
2: Yeah, the the number one thing I always tell people is, like, don't jump off into social media right away unless you mm-hmm. have some kind of blog. Okay. okay. You need some kind of blog where you actually where it's your home. So mm-hmm. if if you're gonna do Facebook, Twitter, or Blog Talk Radio, obviously Blog Talk Radio's got to have a blog. <laughs> some right. People, it's some people will have a Blog Talk Radio and don't have a blog, but that's the whole point. That's the that's the launching pad. Starting with it is actually starting with the actual blog. So having a WordPress blog where search engine optimized. So that is your container that's your that's going to hold all of your content, whether it holds all of your videos, whether it holds your blog talk radio podcast, whether it holds your articles or your, your pictures. That is the container that is, that's your home. Social media is not your home. You're renting on those things. So if you're, you don't own Twitter. You don't own Facebook. You, don't, you own your blog because you're going to get a WordPress blog where you actually host it yourself now you have a home. If mm-hmm. you are only in Facebook, you are renting. That's right. right. So I, I, That's how I, right. I bring it down to people like that. And so That's when you right. are in social media, the only point of social media is to drive people back to your home where so they will home. get to know you better. And right. then on that, and this is not necessarily social media, but this is more like digital marketing, but you want to make sure that you are collecting email addresses on that WordPress blog, okay? So when you go to, if you went to panperrypr.com or even if you go to drlorene.com because she's launching this week, if you go there, the first thing you're going to see is download something for free in exchange for email address. And it may Mm -hmm. be a six-part e-course, okay? I think Dr. Lorene has a six-part e-course where you could download something for free, and then you will get a series of six e-courses on branding, Mm-hmm. Now that does two things. After about six weeks, I think like, wow, this is really good. She really knows what she's talking about. They're on her email list. She's sending it to them. Then at that point, she makes an offer and says, hey, you know, if you'd like to set up a strategy session, to, uh, session with me to discuss something further, I'd be happy to do that. Eventually, you want your website to convert. That's what I'm saying.
1: So right. And convert simply means that. make that into a sale. Is what you're saying -hmm. Right right. Mm -hmm. So social media
2: will drive them to the website The website needs to convert That is the whole process of it But the whole part of it You need a brand before you even do that What are you about What is your purpose What are you going to be saying on each one Mm -hmm. What are the messages that you're going to be giving So that's really the whole whole gist of it In terms of social media Yeah, Facebook and Twitter is good Pinterest is good Google Plus don't sleep on that. That's one of the ones that's probably the most underused one. Google Plus is like that new product that's owned by Google, but it's really one of the ways, it's the instant ways for you to really just get a um, more "quote unquote" Google juice. Okay, so you want to make sure that you're using Google Plus. There's things called Google Hangouts. You may want to use that as well. If you have a company, you can get a company page in Google Plus. You know, there's Pinterest. There's there's so many other things, but at the very least, do Facebook and Twitter connect them to your blog so that every time you blog, they go out into Twitter and they go out into Facebook. You can use network blogs to do it for your for your Facebook, and you can also use like a Twitter feed to do it for your for your blog for your to go into Twitter. So well, you know
1: what I, I I tell you, uh, I haven't heard anyone explain it so succinct and simple just straight and to the point, as you just have, and it, it, it makes sense. The purpose of it is to drive traffic, to drive people to your home. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Well, time mm-hmm. is running out. We've got, like, five minutes left in the show. The lines are packed out. I, I do want to see maybe if we just have a quick second to take yeah. one call. I um, love questions. Does anyone have yes. a question? Yes, yes. yes. So we're, we're coming down the 972, area code 972. Say hello and state your name. Where are you calling
3: from, please? Uh, hopefully, this is my number that's calling up because it is the nine seven two number. And I just want to <laughs> say thank you, ladies, for all of your information. It's uh, actually forty miles outside of Dallas, Texas. But right now, I am sitting in North Carolina. My name is Cheryl Hello. Collins. I am the founder of Women Entrepreneurs Worldwide, and I really appreciate everything that was said today. You know. Um, I've always said you have to put a voice to a picture. So, um, it's been great to hear Pam's voice, to hear your voice, to and um just to hear everything that was you know, that was said by Pam today. In addition to that, uh she spoke first on relationship building, which is of if anybody mm-hmm. knows and follows anything I do,
1: that's exactly
3: what I do. Uh, oh, so and I mm-hmm. do it also. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, yes, uh, I if you're able, it was just a great, and I, this is this is my first time calling in, and I just thought it was fantastic. I enjoyed it, and there were so many key points. So I really appreciate it, and thank you very much. Oh,
1: yes, and what's
3: thank your name you. again, sister? What's your name again? It's It's Cheryl Collins. I'm the founder of Women Entrepreneurs Worldwide. All, all right. Pam right. on calling. my well, Facebook page, and you, uh, Wilson Sisters, is on my Facebook page. And
1: <laughs> I think I follow you all on
3: Twitter. I'm not sure. All <laughs> uh-huh. right. Um, well,
1: thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> and thank we'll you. Uh-huh. Have a good well, who's day. we going to go down, I believe. This is Arizona 480. Yes, hello. Okay. state your name and where you're calling from? Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi. State your name, please, and where you're calling from. She's having problems there. Did you mute your phone? Hi. Did you have a, a question or comment?
2: Sometimes when you open the line, people may be at work and maybe they can't. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I just know they had uh,
1: had a question, put their hand up in queue there. But yeah, so Pam, (laughs) I tell you, this has just really been a a dynamic show as uh, we tune out here here shortly. Go ahead and give your contact information again, if you will, so that people can find you on Facebook and Twitter and at your home site
3: as well. All
1: right. Yes,
2: I just have one hub, and it's just pamperypr.com. Pamperypr.com. When they go there, they can actually go and hit the blog, and mm-hmm. on there they actually sign up and they can get all the videos, all the podcasts, everything, connect with me online, all over the place. But I give out a lot of good information on the blog. Um, this week, actually, we're launching a a book, um, Dr. Lorene Wisham. So you want to get on our list because on Friday we're going to be downloading. People can download the book for free plus get $2,000 worth of bonus gifts. So go and get on the list at PanPeriodPR.com. We'll be sending out an email on that Thursday, early Thursday uh, morning or um, Friday morning for sure so that everybody can get that. But it's just PanPeriodPR.com.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, definitely, Pam. We're going to have to have you back on the show for sure. I mean, I had so many questions that I wanted to ask. I knew (laughs) the time would be limited, but uh, you're such a wealth of information. And definitely want to encourage everybody to go to PamPerryPR.com to definitely learn more about Dr. Lauren. We're going to have her on the show as well coming up and just everything that you are doing. And I just want to say thank you again for just being such a light and Staying consistent and setting such an awesome example to all of us in, in, in consistency and business ownership, and just congratulations to you, sister. Keep doing your thing. Oh, thank
2: you. This is such a good show, and I would say anyone who you know wants to be wealthy to hang around people that are wealthy. You know, they always say you hang around you hang around the five people, you're going to be That's like right. that, that sixth person. So.
1: That's um, right. This is
2: just a really good show. I love it that you you do it every single week. It's heartfelt information, and, and it's really inspiring. So, Deborah, thank you for doing this, the Wealthy Sisters Media Group, because I'm telling you, there's so much media out there that is just not good, but this right. one is really, really good, and it's a very top-notch show. And so thanks for being the light, basically, too, for just bringing everybody together. You're like the aggregator. So you're you're pulling together the best of the best, and and it's really good. I see you had Pat Council on, and you yes. had a lot of people. Yolanda Moore, and and it's just really good. So and they're all in iTunes. You had Ty yes. Dillon, so so that's cool. That's cool.
1: Yes, indeed. Thank so yeah. So, so thank you, thank you. You know, the best is yet to come, and
2: mm-hmm. definitely
1: we're we're um, grateful that you you're able to receive and people are able to receive you know, the heartfelt information every week. So Mm -hmm. once again, thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters today. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for downloading us. And you can find us right there at Wealthy Sisters, that's S-I-S-T-A-S radio. You can catch this show and all of our other shows right there. And remember, you can find us on iTunes. Facebook, and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters. Once again, as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. See you next week.
0: This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for another positively impacting show next week. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wealthy Sisters and on the web at WealthySistersRadio.com. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our hosts, staff, or partners of our wealthy systems radio.